millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Morning, TNA. I'm the man of a single black shirt. She is the woman of a million distractions, and uh, we're here to find out what June 27th, 2022 is made of. Uh, yeah, we'll just call this the June DNA. Uh, <laughs> it's been a month. Sorry, huh? it's been a minute. Yeah, I saw in the chat, Lolly's like, new month, who dis? And I was like, wait, it's the end of the month. And then I yeah. realized we have not been able to do a Monday show for the entire month of june we have so much to catch up on you're absolutely right jcd we's in trouble i was trying to remember did we do the sixth i don't think we had i think we've missed three was in that a row. when i had covid i think it might have been yeah i yeah. think so there, there was were one... two covid there were two covid and then one vacation yeah guys yeah it's been a while <laughs> it's been a minute it's so good to see everybody though we're yes. healthy and home and hanging out with you guys and uh excited to be back I want to address this uh, this uh, from Lucas. Danae was still making coffee, mm-hmm. which is why we were running late. Mm-hmm. No, nope. nope, nope. Every time we're late, it's that guy's fault. Every time, every For time, every time, every I, uh, time. I will, listen, ninety nine point five percent of the time, <laughs> it is Aaron's fault. <laughs> Good morning, eight. <laughs> yeah uh, I'll because take i'll take that because That's you fine. work out right before the show so I if do. you're running late like you you are literally running into the door which is why well, today you look like a sweaty man and and i can't i'm not sweating right now it's interesting so sweaty. I, it's just, it's just my glow sweat. it's my vacation glow oh. i got a glow up um so no it, in in this case i was here 12 minutes early and you know what i found when i arrived in my office one oh, of my oh. children Oh, okay. We've got a clue chat. One of the children did something. Uh-huh. Okay. So one of the children has been on your work computer okay. inside the studio, which they shouldn't be doing. That's and an assumption you're making. changed the but... setting. Okay. Yeah. Changed the setting. Oh, I assume that they're not supposed to. Okay. okay. Like they could. They changed mm-hmm. the setting. Mm-hmm. Um, they installed some spyware uh, and also set something on fire. <laughs> So you had to put that out. Um, no, uh, there is no evidence that they were on my computer at all. So there's a, another clue for you. But definitely one of my children did something. Okay. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. We definitely have some porn assumptions in the chat. Super, super, <laughs> nah. like, 
That's no, nothing. Nothing that completely uh, understand how you would assume that. Nothing that lascivious. Okay. 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 Um, they removed all of the smart bulbs and put them in their room. <laughs> <laughs> this is close. This is close. Really? You're, get, you're getting closer. Yes, but no, that would be weird that they uh, they removed the the light bulbs. Uh, but it, but it wouldn't be if they wanted to have like a light bulb rave in their room. Okay, we have to play that now, right? Like that's that's the show today. We're gonna be playing the show. Uh, Do people know Homestar Runner anymore? No, I, they don't I know figured, Homestar I Runner anymore. Ten, anybody ten years younger than us or more has no clue what Homestar Runner is, right? Zero like, clue. Even, even if, you're like right on the cusp. I feel like you're right on the Homestar Runner cusp. Well, so I watched Homestar. So Homestar Runner was really great because they used what was the programming that they Flash. used? They Flash, Flash before they killed mm -hmm. Flash. Mm -hmm. And so you go onto their website. They had the most silly little like videos that were all character driven so it's like a web comic meets an anime uh, animated and mm -hmm. it was all voice acting and it was just silliness and i loved it so much because it was right up my alley um so this is what your children were watching so this they were watching this in your room okay this is mm -hmm. what I'm, I'm thinking they mm -hmm. were watching this in your room and it accidentally installed some sort of uh some some sort of malware okay this, this is, is what I. This is an incorrect assumption, but we'll go oh, with it. Oh well, then why then why are we doing it at all? Because you want to. You you want to show the Homestar Runner clip. I do. <clears throat> it's the email. The email. What what the email? Hey, strong bad. You like techno at all? If you do, what kind? Silent J. Oh, very clever. Well, it's not really my style, but I heard a techno song one time that went like doom 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 doom, and then this other part came in and it was like. And then there's always some kind of high pitched noise, you know, or like a siren. It's like. And of course, they have to put in the obligatory old movie quote from some sci fi movies like. The system is down. The system is down. The system is down. The system is down. The cheat is grounded. <laughs> we had that light switch installed for you so you could turn the lights on and off. Not so you could throw light switch raves. <laughs> now let's go break open that glow stick and pour it into Homestar Runner's Mountain Dew. I heard they have to pump your stomach when you drink that stuff. There you go. A little bit of, a little bit of Homestar. Uh, yeah, so uh, thank you, chat, for letting me do that. I, I do want to say, uh, Castriff, I wasn't saying, okay, that Flash animation is a webcomic. I said it was like ooh, a webcomic. But, you know, you, you can be upset something. if you want you to. Triggered you can be upset. Castro said he got, uh, they got unreasonably upset. Mm -hmm. When people say Flash animations count as a webcomic, they used it very cleverly. They created all these like little animations. Um, so it was more interactive <laughs> too. Like you could click on things and stuff would happen. And, oh yeah, you could click yeah. around on the screen and things would pop out. You could find all the secret stuff. The way that you mm -hmm. knew is that your um, your mouse went from a pointer to a little hand, and so you were like, "Oh, what was that?" You yeah, know, what so was that? It was Something very interactive. So Lolly, that's an old website called Homestar Runner. So Homestar Runner is one of the characters that these people created, and they had Strong Bad was another character. Strong, Bad, saw... was, Strong Bad emails was the big success of that Strong website. Strong Bad emails, yeah. People would send in emails, and Strong Bad would answer them. You saw that. So uh, they, they had all these different 
like just different little miniature shows that they would do based on the characters. There was Strong Sad. The Poop Smith was another one. You saw the um, cheat. The cheat was on there. So if yeah. you if you <laughs> if you want, I think you can still go to the site and you can definitely find them on YouTube. I'm sure they put all their stuff somewhere where you can still find yeah. it. But they used to release it every Friday. There was new content. Amazing stuff. I'm going to say if you were born like 1990 or after, like this is way gone by the time you would be aware of, you know, what was going on. Because this was probably really popular in the late 90s, maybe. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't, Time is something I don't understand. It was like a five-year stretch there, like 95 to 2000, where it was like really popular, I think. JCD, I could be totally wrong on that. You said, Danae, you act like we wouldn't let you just go ham on whatever you wanted to do. See, that's the thing, though. We actually are trying to do a show. Um, although I have thought about doing like a pre-show or something where it's just, I thought about doing my own show for sure, but it's just, mm -hmm. it'd, be, it'd be chaos. It'd be chaos. Maybe you guys but want I chaos. Think I what's what, what I like about this is we we get to have some of your chaos and, you know, and then bit, you get to have bit. some of my structure and we get to kind of figure it out together. So it works. <sighs> uh, yeah. So anyways, we still haven't guessed what my, my children no. did to keep okay, me from okay. the show. So You'll, I can what, just what, tell what are my you. Clues? What are my clues? Well, the clues so far is my children. Children. And the closest. Children. Multiple were in there. One of my children. Okay, all right. Uh, and the closest you've been is they needed the uh, lights for their own room. Um, that's the closest you've been. Not that it's supremely close, but okay, um, okay. Was the computer? My hair is driving crazy. Was the computer working when you got into the office? Depends on what you mean by working. I could turn <laughs> it. I could turn it on. <laughs> you could turn it on. Uh -huh. <gasps> Did they take a cable that they needed? The closest yet. Closest oh, gosh. yet. Not technically they, a cable. What did they take? They took something that you needed because they needed it for the, uh, a mouse. Did they take the mouse? They the monitor. Someone took the monitor. No, 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 not the monitor. Oh, Angry, or Angry Orchard, I almost said, which is not right. That's a really interesting alcohol You're about beverage, as though. close as possibly you could be by saying they took the mouse. They took the... They took the... Mm, <laughs> crap guys what did they, they take they took the keyboard they took the mouse but took not the mouse. the mouse is this one of those old school 1990s no. mouses that has the rollerball on the inside that you had no. to take it out <laughs> no and then Why you had you to take the junk off of it because it would skip so like no. people that had this mouse now have this weird fixation with picking things off of shit because i mean stuff sorry because it's just like do you remember having to do that with those mouses where you just, like you'd you would go in out. and yeah. you'd like chunk it up and you'd have this long weird caterpillar looking grossness? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. if you like me, you just pop the roller ball in your mouth, clean it off, and dry it off, put it back. Battery in. from the mouse guesses Polly Lewis. No, no, but somebody has guessed it. USB plug for the mouse. That is it. And Lolly said, was it the dongle? Yes, it was the mouse dongle. Somebody Why came in. Why did they take your dongle? That sounds so weird. <laughs> <laughs> My dongle thief children uh, came in here and needed apparently a dongle for their mouse on their oh. machine and just took it. I had no clue. Nobody told me. Nobody asked. You know, go away on vacation and it's all up for grabs. Uh, Man. So, yeah. Okay. Hold on a second. So first of all, when Dolly said that the, her, her comment, was it a dongle? Dongle is just a funny word. And then I said it was a funny. I didn't read that fully. We are, mm -hmm. we are, in, we are one. We are in sync today. Yes. Yes. Um, then there's a comment. Lolly said you put the mouse ball in your mouth. Now, did someone say that in the chat? No, I said that. 
Sometimes you don't hear me. I was trying to get a reaction out of you. I said I would clean it off by just popping it in my mouth, cleaning it off, and then drying it off and putting it back in. But you're joking, right? <laughs> yes, I'm 100% joking. Oh! <laughs> oh, God. But what's great about me is oh. you don't know for sure. What's great about me when I say something like that is he could have done it. He could have no, done it. He's that's not afraid of so germs. disgusting. It is disgusting, and I haven't done oh, that. But. That is so gross. Now I have this weird gross. Like, now it's in my mouth a little <laughs> bit. Like, Sorry. Because I can kind of, no, it's fine. It's fine. You got the reaction that you were going for. I do remember those where you had to, like, twist the little outer circle, and then the, the little yeah. ball came out, and you had to clean it off. And Yeah. I mean, wild. laser laser mouse people don't understand what, what, what it was mm -hmm. like back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yep. it was all about that circle. It was all about the the ball on the inside. Mm -hmm. Anyway. That's how the mouse worked. That's how the mouse worked. Uh, JCD would like us to hold the show up because um, there is now a turtle at work. Now, oh. he's not talking about poop. Uh, I don't think. <laughs> Could be. It's a great euphemism. A peeping anyway, turtle. Anyway, hi, Jets. It's good to see you. Uh, good to see everybody in the chat. Hey, Aaron, how are you feeling? Are you ready to, are you ready to like rock and roll? Are yeah, you, you want to shoot a dough? Do you want to talk about your vacation a little bit before we actually get into the show proper? Or is, is your question sure. about your vacation? Like, how was it? I do have a vacation-based question, but I did have a good oh. time. Um, yeah, I. It's always, it's always interesting for me because I am a relaxed vacationer where it's just like, let's just all not do anything. Maybe play some video games. And we, by the way, this is the vacation I do with friends so like there's four families we vacation together for 25 years now um he's never been invited well you i didn't know you 25 years ago so you have definitely gone on vacations with my family and you have been invited on other vacations with my family so let's not get too pouty let's not get too pouty uh but anyway change mine to sadness <laughs> So anyhow, um, we there's four families. There are 17 children amongst the four I, families. I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> 17 <laughs> children. That was down to six this vacation. Wow. They are they are dropping like flies. They are getting now, older. Okay, They're okay, getting married. Yeah. Can we be specific? They're... We've got COVID going on. We've got like... <laughs> No, this is just aging. This is just they're aging out of the family vacation. They're doing their own thing now. Um, in fact, uh, the older children um, are all kind of on the like. Oh, Aaron's Internet goes out. This is going to happen from time to time. We'll have to just fill in the blanks for what we think he was going to say. What do you think I was going to say? Oh, um, I think you were going to say the children have aged out. They are now at the age where they look at us and they think. I would rather stay home and play Fortnite than be with you. <laughs> well, what I was saying was the oldest ones are like getting married. Like my oldest son is married now. A couple of the other older ones are going to be married this year. Like they're doing their own vacations. Like they're carrying on the tradition. Like Aww. they're doing their own vacations together. So anyhow. And some of them went to college together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Crazy. definitely. So so for me, I just want to we get this place, this house that all of us can fit in. It has its own pool, has its own theater room. I'm like, why would we ever leave this place? <laughs> we don't need to do anything. And they're like, let's go to a professional baseball game. Let's go to do that. I'm just like, that costs money. And it's also <laughs> an hour away. Why? Why? Um, but uh, but no, it's a it's a blast. It's a lot of fun. Just kind of have to balance it out. We did go to um, a. Uh, Museum of Illusion uh, there oh, in yes, the Orlando area. Oh, yes, you showed pictures. That was yeah, really cool. Area. 
Yeah. Yeah. We actually, when uh, when I was in Florida recently, that was one of the things that I was looking at. Where they they have like pictures. Um, are you going to bring one up, Aaron? Yeah, that you could I, potentially I to, show. Okay. While you do that, I'm going to show this tweet from JCD. Uh, that this now, please understand. I have I have already looked at that. This is a very appropriate turtle tweet. It was not <laughs> about poop. Okay. It was actually a turtle. We're looking at it now. Look at that turtle. Oh, look at it. So cute. I love turtles. Turtle, anyway, turtle. There's there's the turtle. Uh. I hope that you're going to show the one of you in the chair. That's my favorite one. Yeah, that was Brown. the one I was going to okay. going to bring up if I can find it. Why is this so complicated? Well, Chad, I almost said Dead by Daylight, but I don't know that it, the children in that group would play that game. <laughs> what are the children playing these days? Super Smash Brothers? Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog? Actually, Sonic is coming back on the Switch right now. Uh, and also, Fall Guys is on the Switch right now. So that's kind of been something that we've been playing with. All right. I think I have it here. My favorite uh, vacations are staycations, says Doc. Uh-huh. Yeah. Basically just relaxing in a new place. So Look at a, the tiny Aaron. It's a lot of stuff like this where, like, forced perspective and that kind of stuff. Um, it's hard for me to look at this picture and not see what actually is going on because I was there. Um, but, yeah, on first glance, it, it looks like, you know, I'm sitting in a chair. So Okay. So let's, let's see what's going on here. Mm -hmm. What's going on here? is Aaron was shrunk down. <laughs> That's right. They had a shrink ray. This reminds me of one of my favorite scenes. And I know there's forced perspective and in, in content all the time. Mm -hmm. but this reminds me of one of my favorite scenes in uh, uh, the, the mind of uh, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Sorry, mm -hmm. I, couldn't, mm -hmm. I couldn't get there fast enough. There's this really interesting scene where there's like a table and he crawls underneath it and all this stuff. And I really love that. And Little mini this, Aaron. This is the whole crew. Uh, let's see. So this is all of Doc, us. This comment makes you sound like an old man. Fall Guys is free now. And when it was playing it, I had to pay for it. <laughs> I had to pay the money. Oh, that's cool. So it makes Aaron look like he's just this. As sh he's shorter than everybody. Mm -hmm. The so children. That, so what's interesting about this to me is this is in reverse height. So mm -hmm. like we are lined up by actual height, right? And yet it reverses it completely except for me. And I'm still taller than the next three people. <laughs> just, just makes me laugh. You're like, I am still taller. You can't take that from me. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, awesome. So that, that place was fun. Yeah, hey, we, Liz, we had good, good to see you. Went to the Museum of Illusion last Saturday in Chicago. That's awesome. Oh, nice. I'd like to do that. I'd like to, I love to go to yeah, see the interesting there was, displays. There was lots of fun stuff there. Um, so, yeah, we had a good time. Oh, and then who my took wife... the picture? Did someone work there, like take pictures for you guys, or did someone yes. have to stay out of the fun? No, no, no. They have somebody there who will take the, the pictures. That's nice. Uh, for you. That's really um, nice. I, this, this may be nightmare inducing, so I apologize. <laughs> okay, wait. Um, what kind of nightmare? What, what kind of trick are we going so for? This here? is my wife and I. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember this one. <laughs> I remember this one. Yeah, this makes me really uncomfortable. I've known Doesn't you guys it? for a decade. Doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a little just, weird, right? It's like the way that your facial features are lined up so per but like her ear is so high. Like your <laughs> ear on the side of her head, it just it's so elven because it starts down on her cheek uh -huh, and it goes all uh -huh. the way up to like above her temple. <laughs> all right, you want to see the the reverse? You want to see me with the That's other side? That's what I saw too, Slab. Mm-hmm. Here's what the, here's here's what the other side. Uh, by the way, podcast listeners. <laughs> I'm sorry, podcasters. You really want to start popping you, yeah, over for the should, show yeah, at this you may point. Want to pop over to YouTube <laughs> or Twitch and, and watch this one. 
Uh, so this is the other side of the mirror, um, which I think is even better. <laughs> this is my favorite one. Mine there's too. something there's something about this one. So if the first one was like an elf Vulcan uh -huh. kind of situation, this one is like punk rock mullet dwarf. Yes. Yes. You know, this is this is a character from Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, podcast listeners, we have a situation where we've essentially got like two like uh, uh, cards being shuffled together where there's just these different mirrors and they're stacked um, like layer cake. And mm -hmm. every other one, every other piece of the mirror is a, a part of Aaron. And then the other one says wife. So we're looking at like Aaron's hairline and then mm -hmm. Jen's eyes and then Aaron's tip of his nose and mouth with facial hair and then Jen's <laughs> completely normal chin. <laughs> so but it's it almost really... looks like it almost looks like uh oh okay I guess I signed out. Uh it almost looks like that facial hair where it's like the mutton chops that go into the mustache because there's nothing below. Um interesting stuff. i love that it's amazing how well it's lined up too with like the facial structure you would think mm -hmm. that it'd be a little bit more wonky maybe you had to move the camera a little bit to get it but it's really well done because it it's it's disturbing yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in it's a good way stuff. i guess in a yeah, good way it's fun stuff uh now i'm you're glad ready you had though. a good time now that, yeah, now let's that do it. we've induced some nightmares uh yeah, let's, let's get it. into it we're gonna do the d and a and you we got a d topic and a topic and as many u topics as we can get to this morning and uh, those are the topics that you bring us. It could be a topic, a question, uh, a comment, anything. Uh, just put a U at the front. We will save those till the end of the show. Danae, what is your topic today? Um, I just have a simple question. You could answer this any way you want. But the question is, where do you go when you want to feel happy? So I'm thinking about taking vacation. So I'm thinking about where I could go. But then also just in everyday life, there's these certain areas that mm. I like to actually be in my home. And then sometimes even mentally, there's places I'll just go that make me happy so that you can answer this question in any number of ways. But I was just kind of curious as a general question for your life, where do you go uh, that makes you feel happy? Um, for me, I love playing games. I love playing like app games. So if I'm having a rough time, it's like, you know, what? I'm gonna take a break and I'm going to do this game that makes it, it like triggers. I don't know how many drugs in my brain are released whenever I play games, but, um, it's wired into me because I immediately mm. have like a little boost of, of, uh, a, 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 not even adrenaline. What's it called? What's the happy dopamine? Mm -hmm. I think yes. it's dopamine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel happy. And that's just like a quick, quick, quick one. But um, Iris and I went outside last night um, to say goodbye to Grandmama when she was leaving. Or sorry, Bommy when she was leaving. And if, if my mother was listening, she'd be like, Grandmama was not there. It was me and I'm Bommy. She would have corrected mm -hmm. that. So yes, I wanted to make sure. very important. So we, um, we said goodbye to her. And I re remember that we had been playing uh, on the side of the house several months ago. And we had taken a lot of the rocks from around our house in like the little rock bed areas and made a little dam on one of the water spouts. So we went to go investigate and see how the dam is doing because there's been rain and all this stuff. So we go over mm -hmm. there and all of the rocks had been displaced. And so we were looking at what had happened and how over time the rocks had been pushed down into the grass. So it wasn't just that they had tumbled off of where we had placed them because of the rain they'd actually like gotten into the grass. And so we were like looking at all that and, and it was just this like really nice outdoor time. And then there was this quiet and this peace. My phone was inside. There was nothing to do but explore through like Iris's eyes and just 
you know, she wanted to dig. So we dug up this big chunk of earth and she was very convinced that she had found a dinosaur bone. So she kept digging. And then she was like, this is definitely a dinosaur. But like, listen, the, the the soil in Missouri is just nothing but rocks. So every like 12 seconds, she's like, this is a dinosaur bone. And this is a dinosaur. Bone. So we're just out there digging in the dirt, getting dirty. And then she wanted to relocate some rocks to the backyard. And I ended up finding this incredible thing called a hummingbird moth. It's also called a hawk moth. One of the coolest things I've ever seen in like insect world, if I can pull it up here in a moment when Aaron reads some of your comments, I'll pull up a, a little video of it. It's absolutely mind bogging. Like it's just incredible. So I took this video of this creature, you know, second pollen and it was amazing. And I realized like, I just felt really like lifted and happy. And I think it probably was because I was just out of the house doing something different in nature, but I get so into my world and so zoned in and just like, inside i forget that that was a happy place for me so i wrote that down just as a little challenge to myself to try to you know go outdoors when it's cool (laughs) (laughs) good luck with that this summer i have parameters (laughs) it was dusk so like the sun was setting and it was a really nice temperature so it was really easy to just be outside for like 40 minutes and not have to worry about being baked and things like that so um that was one that I had forgotten about. I also, uh, we had our shoes off. So we were just walking barefoot in the grass and that always feels nice when the ground is cool. So, um, that was a new one for me. Well, a remembered one, I should say. So anyway, that was, that was one of the inspirations for today's question. You can go through some of those. Yeah. I'm going to pull up this moth thing. Weta says a craft store, um, which I've heard that from many people in my life, uh, that they enjoy, uh, checking out all the craft stuff. Uh-huh. So yeah. yes, please. Oh my gosh. There is something about possibility that makes me so happy. When you go into a craft store, you're something like, mm. I couldn't make anything. And that's what I feel like when I go into an uh, office supply store. <laughs> like, I could organize anything. It's amazing. Possibility. Uh, Castro says bed. Um <laughs> yep. that's a that's a complex one. Castro. Uh that's 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 a complex one. Uh Doc says food places. Uh yes, I as well enjoy comfort eating. Um Weda says yarn shopping makes them happy. Mm-hmm. Um Lolly says, I'm always happy in or near water, even something as simple as a long, relaxing shower. Water's a great one, and yeah. having a pool where we were this week was so nice because even when it's super hot, you can go submerge in water, and it's this amazing thing. And when you're my size, like, I don't take baths. There are no baths that make <laughs> yeah. my legs. I'm not kidding. Most baths are from my back to the bottom of my feet wide. So they're just the length of my legs. You can so, sit down in a bath and then be kind of stuck and uncomfortable and then wet and soapy, which means it's right. dangerous to even get out of the bath. So right. it's not good for you. No, but pools are great because I get that feeling I don't often have of weightlessness, submersion, the cooling effect of water. Uh, that is a great answer. I, I I love there's oh man, there's a place down in Florida that is a natural spring. And the water is the exact same temperature all year round because it's just this natural coming from underground. It is the greatest thing ever. Oh, it sounds Um, amazing. Okay, I've got the video pulled up. Sorry again, podcast listeners. Um, We're about to see what uh, a hawk moth. This is so cool. Look how close I am. I'm 
You can hear the wings beating. This thing is like ravaging the plant. It's like, I don't even care if there's a human around here. Okay, let's let him be. Isn't that crazy? I I seriously would have thought that was a hummingbird at first glance. Uh, So that's the crazy part. I didn't realize that it muted us while the video plays, but we couldn't hear each other. Um, I was on the porch. I looked over and I thought there was a hummingbird. And as we got closer, I was sure it was going to fly away. And it just, it wasn't. It was like drunk on Mm -hmm. whatever it was, pollen, yummy, juicy, sugar stuff. Like it was amazing. And it was huge. It was likely about six inches uh, or more wingtip to wingtip. Just a big fat creature. So anyway. Wow. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Elizabeth says a bookstore. Um, I know that's true for a lot of people. I love uh, bookstores as well. Angry says taking a hot bubble bath. Nectar. That's it. Thanks, Jets. Jealous. Very jealous. Uh, let's see. JCD says, I felt the most relaxed and happy when I've been online with friends, mm-hmm. like with my many D&D campaigns I've been in or playing games or even just chatting um, oh, you're not wrong. Something about the imagination, and uh, for me specifically, getting into my imagination well, you has know, been you, really, really delightful these last few years. And also supplying the environment as a dungeon master or as a game master uh, to like allow people to interact with the game. So then they're on this like imagination game high and it's because of you in a way. Oh, it's just a great feeling. Yeah. You were talking about the crap store thing and how you walk in and you're like, oh, the possibilities and how that like you get you excited, that kind of thing. I was yeah. thinking probably my answer is a movie theater, like going to a movie theater, kicking back in one of the recliners and just when the screen, when the, you know, the first logo comes up, there's that kind of almost that same thing of possibility. Like, what story am I about to be told? Like, it could be anything. And I just, I love that feeling of, like, tell me a story, uh, entertain me kind of thing. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, that's probably the one for me. Um, did you see this message from It Don't Connect about exploring a creek with Iris? Have you? Have you? I'm still working my way down, so okay, probably okay. not. I'm going to throw that one up while yep. you work your way down. Um, I highly recommend exploring a creek with Iris. You can crouch by a pocket of calm water and see what you find. I found a dozen juvenile salamanders the other day. This is something I could work at as a parent so much better. Uh, just the getting outdoors. I I um, was thinking about this just yesterday about my personality type. And there's pros and cons. We've talked about this multiple times in the show. But there's pros and cons to every part of your personality. And a big con that I have on mine is... I'm like a yes ander. I'm I as as much as I I absolutely am a leader. Um, I'm absolutely a builder. I've got all these qualities that you would think that like Danae's got the plan and we're following her plan. And I can make plans, but I really thrive when someone's like jump in the car with me, let's go. And I'm like yes, and I'm just in it. So because I have not been raised by an outdoor like parents, that's just not something I think of first. The first thing I think of is like let's watch something. And so I could do a much better job of challenging myself to get out. I mean, I have a freaking Rubicon Jeep. We could go just about anywhere we want in nature. Um, So, and also in Missouri, there's lots and lots of places to explore. We have so many parks. We've got so many creeks and rivers and all kinds of things. Caves. A friend, multiple friends of mine are all part of like canoe clubs and outdoor clubs there's actually a club in the area for uh 
young kids to join and learn about nature and go on hikes and things like that. And I definitely want to expand Iris's world into the nature a little bit more because she is very much entertained by television at this point, which is not surprising considering the family that she's being raised in. But I'm very, very aware that there's Mm -hmm. a balance there that I need to say thank you for the reminder. And a creek is a great one because I used to go to the creeks with my family and we would just see crawdads and all kinds of things. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's just a nice calming experience. Yeah, my grandparents uh, lived uh, above a creek, and anytime I would visit them, I'd go down to the creek and explore. It's so fun. Yeah. Uh, Castro says, actually, going to the gym for cardio has been great for this, but that wasn't the case until about a year ago. That's one you kind of have to get into before it becomes relaxing. like uh, The gym? Yeah, running or whatever cardio you're doing, but you're not wrong. Your body learns uh, how to make that a really relaxing experience. so, yeah, I feel great after I run these days. So, yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, let's see. Jets Mets, speaking my language. I'm happiest when I'm not around people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I mm-hmm. have to be so careful with that one. Mm-hmm. I have to be so careful with that one because I, too, need – I. but I'm kind of a duality. I need both. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend will move our mattress into the living room and make a big blanket for it, and we'll watch movies all day. Uh, that yes, is my please. absolute happy place. That sounds amazing. Yep. Yep. Um, can we borrow your boyfriend? Is that, is that the is that <laughs> professional <laughs> fork creator? The, professional fork creator. You know how like there's plumbers, there's electrician, mm-hmm. electricians. Mm-hmm. This this person comes to the house and walks through with a checkboard or, or checklist on a little uh, little notebook book and, and and makes note of all the different things they can use to create a fort. Gives you an estimate. <laughs> And says, okay, I'm going to disassemble the, these several areas of your household, create a fort out of those items, and you can either pay me to return them for this cost, or uh, you can return them yourself afterwards. Uh-huh. It'll take me approximately yep. an hour and a half. You leave the house and come back, and then you have like a massive fort. This is just a great business model. Yes, I agree. I agree. Uh, we'll take it. Slab says, my happy place is morning DNA. Ah, oh, thanks, uh, Slab. That's amazing. We're never not going to read that. So, uh, so yeah. So nice, nicely Especially done. if Aaron's in charge. He's like, heck yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, I, I love this. If you want suggestions of nature things to do, let me know, says It Don't Connect. A big part of one of my jobs is exploring nature with preschoolers. Send it all my way. You know how to contact me, ideas and stuff. I do. I really like, I just got excited about going to a creek. In fact, I'm going to text distractedly during the show my friend to say, what's the best little local creek? But we have a park where there's a natural spring that comes out of a cave and Mm -hmm. it goes down. Um, But and so we've gone down to the water and felt the cool water and things like that. But I'd like to I'd like to explore some more. Thank you. Yes, I'm I'm open to that for sure. Very, very nice. Uh, Ready for the eight topic? Yeah, I just want to show one thing randomly before. Um, before we, we, we go on, uh, I forgot to tell you the story earlier, so I'm going to distractedly just shove it over in this area. Cause it's all I get. No, what, you know what? This makes me happy. My, my child makes me happy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, so I do go hang out with her. So she went to a theme park over the weekend and came back and they do face painting, which is normal, but they also now glue things to your face. Oh, fun. So, uh, chat, I am showing a picture of my child who has a unicorn horn glued to her forehead. <laughs> This took a while to unhook from her. And also they had glued her hair down underneath it. So that was fun. 
But how cool is that? That is cool. They didn't. They didn't get all the hair out from underneath of it, where they glued it to her forehead. Sure, sure didn't. You would think that they would like like peel it back with like you know. But there was about. You can kind of even see there's like all these wayward strands. Now think she's used to her hair being in her face, so it wasn't a huge bother. But yeah, that should be like unicorn application one hundred (laughs) and one. Like that should be like the first lesson you learn is get the hair off the forehead. Like. But what a cool idea, oh crafters who are watching. I think the horn was made out of polymer clay, and then they had like a little base that they must have glued it to and just, I don't know, cut around it or something. And it just, it all peeled off as one piece. So there's all these gems and little flowers and sparkly things. And then there's a unicorn horn sticking out of it. It was all one Mm. piece, but isn't that so cool? That is very, very cool. Okay, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Sorry, Aaron. Sorry, Aaron. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, all right, a topic today. What's your favorite vacation tradition? Oh, um, imagine that. Aaron's talking about a tradition. 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 I remember when we met, I was like, what is tradition? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I find a lot of come talk about. Listen, while he pauses for a moment, I do have traditions with my family. That's true. Obviously, we've got like this, but it was always tradition that my family put on me and not tradition that like I would start. So it was more like mining Aaron for ideas of, like he was like, oh, are you excited to start all these traditions now that you have a child? I was like, I don't know, (laughs) I don't know. So you cut out, so go ahead, Aaron. Yeah, no, I was just saying, like we just talked about like our happy place and there is something for me about traditions that are like a happy place. Like you get to go back to this thing and just be like, this is something we do because it's us, you know? And so there's like this, kind of community uh, aspect to it. Um, so yeah, I, I do enjoy, you know, those kind of things, those kind of traditions um, <laughs> are always a lot of fun. So, so yeah. I love yeah. how when your video cuts out for a second because your internet sucks, um, mm-hmm. AIDS will put in the chat six seconds. Like that's my vamp. <laughs> I've got a vamp for six seconds. <laughs> well, I mean, yes. Uh, hopefully this is because my uh, my internet won't suck very, very soon. That is that is the goal. They've actually what's, dug in our front yard now. So what's it's getting closer. to me is it's now happening at my house, too. So mm-hmm. if we both go down. Oh! 
Oh. They're, they're bringing fiber over your way as well. I think they're hitting all of Republic. I think they're hitting all of Republic. So, yeah. Oh, guys, it's, it's our, our whole little neighborhood area is getting an upgrade. My internet was so slow. How slow was it? It was so slow. It was like 0.1 up and 0.1 back. It's awful. So anyway, but it's okay now. Uh, let's see. Lolly says, when I was a kid, we went to Wales every year. It was a long drive, and we always stayed in uh, self-catered cottages. My grandma oh, would roast a chicken and a ham the day before. So first day dinner was always cold cuts of meat with salads and bread because it had to be stuff they could bring in a cold box. Ooh. That's awesome. I love that. Food is such a central part of those traditions, um, which is very cool. One of the things we all, all the adults go out to dinner, and we always start with Texas Roadhouse. And then we always do Giordano's and it's just like, we have these restaurants we have to do because we know that everybody loves them. So yeah. Uh, Awida says the only tradition I have for vacations is to always have breakfast at Cracker Barrel on road trips. So See? very similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, That's the food thing. Uh -huh. There you go. Food is a big one. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Slab says our vacation tradition is all hating each other by the end, but somehow still coming back alive. <laughs> Slab. <laughs> Sounds like you may want to work on the idea of vacation a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Angry says the stop at the store for snacks before we hit the road. That's a travel snacks is a big one for my wife. She just loves to, you know, uh, make sure everybody has travel snacks. Um, so, yeah, I totally get that one as well. Castro says the only vacation tradition we have is find beachfront location and cook for ourselves instead of getting delivery because my dad is vegan. There you go. <laughs> Um, you what a go. good thing to know how to do to yeah. cook. What a skill. You don't well, think it's like it's such a good skill to just even know. It's like, you know what? I can put these items together and make a delicious thing. So these are one of my favorite traditions is called pool time. Uh, and this is where you go in the swimming pool. But for us, for the guys, it means we're going to talk about all the complicated, deep, terrible topics that you can't talk about with anybody else because they're they're too much of a third you know what is it third fourth rail third rail i don't know what it's what it's talk. so we talk politics and all sorts of you know stuff that's icky to talk about um and it's really nice just to be able to go what do you think about this what do you think about this and to know you're in a safe place where even if you disagree like at the pool these, these people are going to love you um, at the pool yeah with the well, yeah okay at our pool at our little house yeah okay so it's just us okay yeah mm -hmm. i was just thinking no, we how go to like a public pool like it's, and have well, a very <laughs> loud conversation about politics and religion <laughs> i was that's the thing it's like a, tra a tradition is a tradition guys we can't talk about religion or politics mm -hmm. until we're near a body of water <laughs> so like the one year you guys don't have a pool you all go just around the tub because mm -hmm. you can't really talk about it unless the water is running uh jcd says actually sin week might be my vacation tradition that's a good one a very good mm -hmm. one yep uh and then the other one i like is there's always a moment where i get to introduce a movie that none of the other guys have heard about uh to them and just watch them react to it it's one of my favorite things i have and not they're, experienced they're, this and it's uh, not that fun <laughs> <laughs> well it is for us my uh, fear my fear is that because of how i am like adapting mm -hmm. you introducing me to a movie that was just awful mm -hmm. uh and giggling like a schoolboy the whole time 
uh now that we're all laughing about it my fear is that it's going to be like but you had fun you've been laughing like no i don't want to uh, be subjected was, to Aaron. that was just no 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 see that's so that was something different that's not what i'm talking about uh-huh. Uh-huh. that was something completely different let me show you we didn't watch that 15 movie minutes just, of this movie today. just to be clear we did not watch that entire movie. 45 minutes later we're all like <laughs> screaming at the screen having nightmares yeah that's listen fun. listen watch <laughs> lamb it's amazing don't um, watch <laughs> lamb I just Sorry. strategically strategically showed you parts just to see what you would think about it. Yeah. I genuinely didn't know if you would think it was cute or terrifying. I didn't it's genuinely It's a horror do- movie, Eric. <laughs> well, by the end, but I didn't show you the horror movie parts. It's clearly the genre of a horror movie, Aaron. <laughs> Anyhow, this year I introduced them to uh RRR and uh we had a good time watching that. Okay, what's so, RRR? RRR is a movie from India. Um, and it is a movie that is like John Wick meets Singing in the Rain. Um, is, is probably the worst way to describe it, but it's like a lot of action, violence, and it's a musical. And it's so there's a lot of like you know Indian style music, musical numbers. Um, it's really over the top. Uh, it's hilarious. It's really amazing. Fun. So yeah, we had amazing. Yeah. That's a good tradition. You have so many though that you do with this friend group. It's Yeah. At this point disgusting. there's a bingo card. <laughs> there should be. There and if you don't hit your bingo, then it's like it's just mayhem. It's true. It's true. Uh all right, you ready to move on to the you questions? Yeah, if you guys have any questions uh, that you want us to tackle, uh now is the time to throw them up in the chat or type them out. Um anything Vomit goes. them into the chat. Yes, it's been a while. We've been out for an entire month. So if you've got any questions about anything that's come up over the last month, we are happy to jump in. We don't necessarily talk about every single thing, but uh, even if your question spurs another thought, we would definitely go over that. While we're waiting for your questions to come in the chat, I do want to tell you another story. Do it. Tell a story. I want to tell you about a hard day that I had. Um, This was a day I decided, you know what? I'm going to go out, even though I'm not feeling well. This is after COVID. I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get in the car. I I really want to have a specific sandwich from this very specific place in town. So I get in the car. I drive there. And I, I, and I get, I order. I get to the window. And they're like, we actually don't have this. <laughs> we ran out. Mm-hmm. So I was bummed. I was like, all right. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. So I leave. And I'm thinking, okay, what's the next thing? So what what it's like is I essentially send a signal to my tongue and I send a signal to my body. Like, what do you want body? And because there's so many options around this area, like anything can come back. And it was upset for a little bit that I didn't get the first thing. It's like, you know what? We want this. So I hit the road and I'm, my brain is fighting my, my, my desire. I have to drive a long way to get that. I just want to go back home. I'm still not feeling great. I pass by this huge billboard that reminds me that taco bell has mexican pizzas mm. and i was like oh my gosh because i was really bummed when those went out mm-hmm. i've only back. had one mexican pizza since they came back today is the day for my second mexican pizza i turn around i drive back into town i get there and there's nothing but signs all over their board it's like sold out sold out sold out you've eaten them all congratulations so now i don't have a mexican pizza I then talk about the Mexican pizza situation several times over the next few days, and I start getting ads for Mexican pizzas. I am inundated with Mexican pizza ads now that I can't have because my local place is all out, and there's like 
commercials about how we've got plenty. Come by. It's like, you don't, though. <laughs> anyway. Liars. It's a very sad story. And I'm sorry to bum you guys out, but that's that's what's happening. Mm, that is a very oh, sad story. Yeah. Chick-fil-A has peach shakes. That's trouble. Because Because they actually have them. Yeah, they're not out. (laughs) They're not out. That's that is trouble for you. It is. I like them way too much. Still remembers the peach shake from last year. We were talking. She's like, Do you remember when we went to uh and we got that special drink that tasted yummy and then we went to go watch Daddy play softball? And I was like, the peach shake from (laughs) Chick-fil-A? Yes. It's we that need good. one of those. Thank you, Iris. Thank you. <laughs> it's like a year ago. Thank you. Oh, hey, Kripke. It's good to see you. <laughs> All right, we have a few you questions. If we want to start going through these, uh, Lolly kicks us off. Um, All right. Oh, sorry. That no, was my you're bad. Good. You're good. Uh, you question: Are you a movie snacker? If so, what is your go-to snack while watching a film? Oh, this question kills me. Go on, Aaron. Because you don't like people eating during movies because it makes so much noise. Is that is that the thing? Uh, it's if I'm next to people that are having like nachos and cheese, mm-hmm. and it's like smelling like you know, because there's basically restaurants happening inside theaters now. Mm-hmm. So I can't be upset because that's what we're there for. But I do feel like there are some foods that are a distraction that should not be allowed <laughs> inside of a movie theater. And certainly the louder ones, you know, are, mm-hmm. are one of them. And they, they, they do get distracting. Even popcorn sometimes gets distracting to me. But most of the time, if the movie is so dull that I'm listening to people eat popcorn, the movie is what's wrong, <laughs> not the popcorn. <laughs> but I have a hard time eating crunchy things because you know it's so loud in your own head Mm -hmm. and all i'm thinking is can anyone hear this (laughs) so i like the i like the stuff that doesn't make a lot of noise however said having said all of that reese's pieces that's that was a little delightful peanut butter chocolatey things i i have a hard time saying no to those in the theater specifically walking around the store they're everywhere i can avoid them but if it's Like inside of a theater, for some reason, it's like I just crave the Reese's Pieces. So it used to be peanut M&Ms for me, um, and I still do love peanut M&Ms. But for the non-crunchy, I have started getting Nestle Toll House ice cream sandwich cookies. So this is ice cream between two soft, delicious Nestle Toll House chocolate chip cookies. While you're watching a movie? Yes. Uh that's the best is the best okay okay i i okay 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 let's okay, okay. messy food in the darkness it's seems like a messy. bad idea isn't what, it though it just like it melts like you're just like you're turning it and you're just like licking off all the the, the stuff that's no it's dripping that, down it's that uh, manufactured ice cream where it doesn't melt <laughs> 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 it's just like it's like this is like yeah. a brick. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's ice cream flavored brick paste. Uh, yeah, but it's still delicious. I still enjoy it. Oh my sure. god! Um, Kripke mentions um, hot dog mustard ketchup in the theater. Go for it. I just feel like the drippy stuff is dangerous because it's dark. You know. Mm-hmm. But then again, I mean, people are eating like full on. It is difficult for me to eat full-on meals watching a movie. I've tried it now mm-hmm. three times, and it's it's a little odd. Yeah. It's the tiniest little table, barely any light. Mm-hmm. You're, like, trying to be respectful of people's 
movie watching space around you and mm -hmm. pay attention at the same time. It's just yeah. too much. Although I yeah. haven't gone since I've had Iris and I am now a, a really, really good at multitasking and or terrible at it. I haven't decided. I, I have like seven brains inside one brain now where like when my child comes in, I'm like, this lights up and I'm like able to do this over here while also like doing work over here and answering mm -hmm. a question. And then my text comes in and then I'm like, oh yeah, I also haven't eaten today. I should do like, there's just a, t a thousand things happening. Mm -hmm. there. Sure. So maybe I'd be better at it. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> uh, let's see. Move on to the next one. Uh, Angry Ostrich 89. My boyfriend, myself and a few friends are starting a D and D game. But none of us have played before. Where would be Ooh, a good place to this start? This is a great question. It's a great Angry question. Ostrich? So many, I have so many opinions on this for you. But I'm gonna let okay. Danae, I'm gonna let Danae start. No, you start. You start. <laughs> I'll follow up. The place I would start uh is by calling my friend Danae and saying, <laughs> Hey Danae, what's your advice? <laughs> That's awesome. Perfect. Uh so one of you is going to have to be the dungeon master slash the game master. So hopefully you guys have decided amongst you which one is comfortable in that role. Um, and if you haven't done, like I'm assuming you guys have consumed Dungeons and Dragons material from some source that has interested you. So my my my, you start where your passion is. So let's say you're listening to a podcast together and you love the podcast you're gonna try to kind of mimic yourself after the people that you're listening to or that you're watching. So that's a big question that would kind of begin my hunt into how to make this the best experience for you. Um, so the person who's actually gonna be leading the game, uh, if you're gonna do something that's pre-existing, so you're starting a D&D &D game, does that mean it's all your own and your own imagination or do you have a material that you're gonna be following? So whomever is gonna be in that seat, that the, the driving the 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 bus, so to speak. Um, I would have some specific words for that person, which is keep it incredibly simple. And nobody at the table knows that you don't know. <laughs> so you can play. I just I did a one shot recently. I've never done a one shot before, and I went in prepped with only a few things because I can kind of fly in my imagination pretty quickly. So I kind of work to my strengths. I build a room in my in our imagination. I describe a scenario and I kind of set the tone and then I see what the players do. And then I'll kind of like make note of a couple of things like two or two bad guys that I was going to be kind of like bringing in and out. I knew their statistic block. I knew what kind of damage they could do and the rest of it I could kind of figure out. Like I didn't have to know how many, how much they had to roll to get onto the roof. If they wanted to jump on the roof, we would address it when we got there. And I, you can make that stuff up. Uh, the most important thing is that everybody's having fun. So you wanna let the players win some, you wanna let them struggle a little bit, and it's really in the moment. It doesn't have to be so textbook. For the players, I would recommend keeping it very, very simple and just getting into the imaginative part of it and getting into the character part of it and uh, don't expect to get very far in your campaign or in your moment. Like just go out and beat something up or solve a crime or whatever. It takes a lot longer than you think. So whatever you start is gonna take longer than you think. So just make sure every time you get together, you do something kind of just that's fun for your character or fun for your players. I hope that's helpful. Just don't don't think it's gonna be like this big epic thing all the time. It's so important to just break it down and have fun in the little places. So that's my advice. Nice. Very good. 
Uh, all right, let's see if we can blast through some uh, more of these. Jet says, "You question what movie did you want to walk out on?" Mm -hmm. um for me it's two splice and the zookeeper um just also mentions that i don't walk out on movies that's true i have walked out on one movie um and it was just there was just no reason for me to stay it was one of those torture kind of movies or whatever torture horror kind of a movie i was just like nah this is it wasn't like a justin bieber movie or whatever what was the one that you watched where it was all children in there and you were like the only male (laughs) there have been a couple of those uh the the two experiences i talk about was the bieber (laughs) the bieber documentary which was me and a lot a lot of teenage girls and their parents and the parents of the teenage girls were giving me side eye the entire movie. Uh, <laughs> so yes, that was. And then the other one was um, Magic Mike, which was basically me and <laughs> yeah, that's right, a handful of gay men <laughs> and about ninety percent middle aged women. <laughs> Incredible! Incredible! So. Um, I almost walked out on Lord of the Rings Two Towers, which is because I was so invested in the story that I wanted them to tell that when it was evident that they were not going to tell the story that I wanted them to tell, I had to deal with a massive blow of disappointment. Um, It's one of my most favorite stories of all time. And for me, one of the biggest and most valuable pieces of the Lord of the Rings trilogy is that Frodo continues to show grace to people who he has a chance to be really dark towards, including Smeagol and including um, Wormtongue. So there's like a there's some moments that you know they have an opportunity to uh, you know kill an evil person who's clearly being evil, but the way that the books are written is he shows grace and Wormtongue ends up at the end being killed by his circumstances in this very specific way. It's kind of like Frodo didn't have to do something dark. The darkness kind of took the dark person uh, because of their path. And that was a really, to me, a really important part of that, of that book. And it happens at the end when the hobbits are returning to the Shire and the Shire has been taken over by Saru, uh, Saruman and Wormtongue. And so they have to do this interesting like another fight at the end of the book (laughs) to take back over the shire and it actually shows the people of the shire how much these hobbits had like really uh embraced their power and and evolved like the uh the pippin and mary were now taller because they had drank the ent milk and all the uh, moot stuff or whatever i can't remember the name of it so there's like all this stuff that that had changed them as people and they get to show that. And that was also a really important part of the hero's journey is coming back and showing your home how you've changed and evolved. And they just lobbed that off. As soon as Wormtongue is stabbed on top of that tower, I was, it almost made me sick. <laughs> I was Livid. Like, Livid. I was like, no, 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 no. That means they're not going to the Shire. That They've just chopped off the entire end of the book. But... I stayed, I watched, and then I watched all the making of, and I learned more about just how much they had to decide on what to do with that content and that material, which I'm obviously very passionate about because I'm talking about it so much. So that was a really hard one for me. Um, Are and I almost you out. going to watch the TV show that starts here in a month? 
I don't know. I don't okay. know. Right. I don't know. I was just curious. I know your love of the material. There's so. just something about like, don't touch the stuff that I like. Like, just leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe, yeah. I don't know. I, I It makes me, everything makes me nervous. Um, I feel like the Lord of the Rings movies were something that was just epic. And it was so beautiful and so cra- well well thought through and so well crafted, even though they obviously had to change some things to make it make sense mm-hmm. for movies. Otherwise, gosh, that would have been an entire other movie. Then Returning to the Shire was an entire other movie. <laughs> so yeah. I understand why they had to cut it short. Yep. JCD, you question, how well do you handle the end of a relationship slash transformation of a relationship? How, how well? well? How well? Um Oof. Some I, self-evaluation, Aaron. Yeah. I, a lot of this will be conjecture uh, for me, um, but because I have, I have to go back a few years <laughs> to well, think of it in that Well, it could be any term. kind of relationship. It could be work relationships. True. It, it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. Yeah. Uh, it could be a friendship. Um, I think not well, if I'm being honest. Um, I like things to stay the same i'm i'm a permanence person i like the idea of i don't mean things can't evolve but i like the idea of the pursuit of uh important relationships for oh 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 no six seconds aids aids we got a van for six seconds oh no yeah i know what a terrible time what a terrible time to go go out no i i am a person of permanence i like the idea that relationships can be can last forever and they will change they will evolve but i like the idea of finding a way to stick with the people um you know uh who are in my life so so not well um if if something changes or somebody's like "Ah, i don't you know i'm not excited to be your friend anymore like i'll be devastated i'll just be devastated for a while and then i'll find my way out so yeah that's probably me um I kind of kill it and move on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, For the better or for the worse, there are certain things that happen in life. And uh, depending on how the end goes, I mean, the hope, of course, is that the end is respectful and mutual and that the end is understandable, especially when coming to like work relationships um, or friendships specifically. Um, The other thing that's interesting is that friendships ending is very different than like a romantic relationship ending mm-hmm. like friendships sure. have cycles where like right now i have friends i haven't spoken to since iris was born but if i messaged them they'd be like let's go have lunch because it's not like there's anything between us it's just that seasons change and so um it i like to think that the the end of things is because there is a very clear boundary where it is the end so Based on your question, the end of a relationship, I usually look at, okay, something has happened here. This is over. This is the end. I'm not coming back to this place. There's no bridge to try to connect on. This is done. I would hope that I would have been kind in how I said goodbye. There's usually always for me confusion and a bit of chaos because I I like to think that there's a way for there to be mutual respect and potentially continued conversation, even if a romantic relationship has ended. But sometimes you're just misunderstood and you have to walk away from a relationship knowing that you were misunderstood and there's not really closure there. So you're sometimes walking away with that like, well, that didn't go like I wanted it to go, you know, and so there's like a little bit of discomfort Um, and you have to handle that however it works best for you. For me, 
I kind of go, well, I think I did the best that I can. And what did I learn? And I walk away going what I would do differently because I've learned something. I've learned what I like to do. I've learned what I don't like to do. I've learned what I like in a person. I've learned what I don't like in a person. And because I have ended many relationships and I have had many relationships ended on me, that just gives me a clearer understanding the next time what I am and am not willing to endure um, when it comes to sacrificing my time and my energy for the mutual benefit of building. Because when you build a relationship with someone, you're sacrificing and there's just signs on who you want to do it with. And the more ends that you have had, the more it shows you about the person that you're willing to go to the end with, the actual end of it all. I hope that helps. Uh, all right. Uh, how are we doing on time today? What are I'm you okay. thinking? I can go okay. a little longer. Yeah. All right. We'll keep going then. Uh, Lucas says, you question, Westworld is back. The intro I don't skip, but what TV show intro uh, you do skip and which one you don't? Um, so when you're watching TV, are there TV shows where you're like, nope, I got to mm. watch this intro every single time? And are there ones where you're like, skip? Wow. That's a really good question. I think that there are some that are beefier. Uh, I, I watched the intros to Game of Thrones all, every time. Mostly I thought that it was beautiful, but also there's a, an important reminder about where you are on the map, what um, what uh, families and names are kind of at play in that episode. And I found that to be really helpful because it was such a beefy world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go through stages. Um, I, For the most part, I'll skip any intro that isn't... Um, different every time so like if if a show does like little funny winks or nods during the intro i watch yeah. it every time just to see you know those um, but if it's the same i don't need to watch it if the, if the song is really good let's say like the stranger things intro has this really cool interesting thing i'll probably watch the intro three or four or five times and then i'll eventually be like okay i get it now and then i'll start skipping that intro too so like even if a song is really good eventually i will start skipping it um, there is something too about the intro being the previously on and then the actual intro to the show mm-hmm. uh we to mention strange new world's intro is lovely I love the music and the actual introduction to the show. I love that one. If that's what you're talking about, I watch almost all of them. Um, it's the previously on that I'll skip over. So maybe there's like a little bit of a a, a separation between those mm-hmm. those two. Oh. Um, uh, I wanted to go. I wanted to go back with a couple of comments on the relationships ending. Moxie sure. in Madness mentioned, "I'm in the middle of a potential friendship, and that I don't understand. It sucks, but there's nothing else I can do on my end. It's sad." but this one isn't up to me. This is this is what I was talking about. Sometimes it's not your choice, it's the other person's choice. They're deciding that they don't wanna spend time with you and not even really willing to discuss why. Moxie, this has happened to me literally more times than I can count. I'd, I, I have been friendship dumped since I was put into school. <laughs> like started in, like I remember so many times, even in preschool, people just would literally stop talking to me. In middle school, I had a group of girls stand in a semicircle around me and each tell me why they didn't want to talk to me anymore. And then literally turned into a social pariah. No idea why. Because I was a very outspoken, silly, uh, as I was called all the time, weirdo. Um, that was a the term that was kind of used to describe me growing up. Um, I didn't have wealth. I, I didn't have anything that was interesting to them. That that was the 
it's always been that way for me. And it is something that really takes internal fortitude, which grows over time. And it's one of the reasons that I just was like, you know what, if, if you don't want to hang out with me, I ultimately don't want to hang out with you either. And that's the thing that's interesting is you kind of realize that if someone isn't wanting to invest in you in like healthy ways and meet you in the middle in healthy ways, uh, ultimately, even though it sucks, you don't understand it. It just frees you up to be available for yourself and other people. Um, and just a reminder, this isn't something you're asking for Moxie or anyone, please put yourself first. Don't put other people before yourself, invest in yourself first. So, you know, that's a big one for me. Um, Castroff said my friend relationship with people from high school is just kind of slowly cooled off. It's very, very normal. I only uh, keep up with a few on Twitter and we haven't had reunions since COVID. There is a evolution of relationship once you get through school. You know, in school, you're kind of forced to be around your people and it's easy to see them because you're in school. But once you kind of shift out of that, you have to make time. And that's something that Aaron's really good at is making time. And if you're not used to actually making it important, then uh, those friendships do just continue to become those casual, you see them around um, sort of environments. Like for me, I have more of those casual friendships. If I'm not putting the time in and they're not putting the time in, then it's just that casualness. And that's very, very normal as we kind of, you know, grow up and all that stuff. So. Casual friendships are very hard for me. I don't like, I don't have the desire to put in any energy into a casual friendship, which is just something I know about myself. So like when I find people I want to put energy to be in a friendship with, then it's like, okay, let's do this. Let's make the time to, you know, you know, do vacations together or whatever the case may be. But if it's, if it's, you know, not someone, uh, like it's, it's hard for me to understand the idea. I understand acquaintances, but casual friendship almost feels like an oxymoron to me. <laughs> do, do you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Like from my worldview, well, like, yeah. you know, well, yeah. and you friendship for you is a very defined thing. I like, yes, yes. I see them. Like I have like great, I have people that I am kind towards. And then I have, let's like, hope that's most people, most people. <laughs> and there's a, some that I'm just like, goodbye. Um, then there's like the next kind of level, which is like people that I will invest time in like one-on-one -on -one or going to events for things like that. Then there's like the people that I would like, it just gets like what mm -hmm. I would do for this person gets more and more and more specific. And when you hmm. dial it down, you really only have so many people that you Correct. can at 2am put on some clothes and go help them move out of a house in the rain. Like there's mm -hmm. only a few people. And that's really how we're not meant to be, everything for everyone and that's a really difficult thing to kind of come to balance with um you know you see and this social media has made that even harder to distinguish exactly what i was gonna say yeah. yep yeah it is it's hard so we have like these different spheres of influence and friendship like i love being on a kind level with even the people that listen to the show or are watching mm -hmm. now sure there's this environment that we create when we talk to each other and we build conversation and we kind of share our stories that's a really powerful thing that's part of a community. Um, but I think when Aaron's thinking about friendship, it's like that really inner circle. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. He would define friend as very different than just like a, a social person. I think what I hear sometimes when people say friend, I think they mean acquaintance. I think they mean somebody they know that they're nice to. Like it's like, yeah. it's, you know, like, I, and I guess that's fine. That's just a redefining of the word of my own mind. But when I say friend, it's somebody I'm taking purposeful time to deeply connect with. Um, so yeah, but anyhow. 
Moxie adds, um, I've had a very similar situation happen to me, Danae. I was in school. They had a club titled I Hate Moxie Club. I kept my circle small, so losing what I thought was a good friend is rough. Mm. It really is. Mm. Sorry, Because, Moxie. you know, a lot of times we, so as people, we learn who we are in multiple ways, but a lot of times it's a reflection of who's around us. It starts off with your family and that mm. defines you. And then obviously it moves into like your friend group because you're learning how to be social in school and how, how you as a person are defined by your environment. And then there's this really hard growth out of that where you learn who you are all alone. And the all alone for me was always very scary um, because I do like being around people and I do like having, you know, core people around me. And when no one around me wanted to be around me, well, then who was I? It's a really hard growth process. But when I say like find the power in you, because there's something so incredible when you wake up and you realize that, and I'm not saying you haven't done this yet, Moxie. I'm just kind of like saying for myself, when, when you wake up and you're like, I don't care if no one talks to me today. I don't care if anyone reaches out to me today. I'm just going to be me. And then you begin to attract people who actually want to be around you, even in your weirdness which is such a, it's such an awesome thing that there's, there's people like Aaron, for example, I have been around Aaron now for 10 years. And I've like, oh, the first thing I told you was what you're going to leave <laughs> just yeah. like everybody. Yeah. Like within I, the first month, <laughs> he's like, we're going to do this. Really fun. Like we're great friends. Like, yeah, this I'm is like, a yeah, cool we're thing. We're having fun now, but just, you know, wait till you realize that I'm hard to be around sometimes. <laughs> and then you're just like gone and you're like, okay, that's weird. <laughs> It's not what I do, but okay. I hadn't been around someone who was just like, yeah, you can like have, and I'm, what I'm talking about is like when I lose my temper, when I'm really irrational about things, or I have really unrealistic expectations and I get really difficult to be around because I'm dealing with my emotions. Turns out some people just like hang out through that, see the best in you and are on the other side. Now, it, I also didn't meet someone like Aaron for a long time. I had to kind of like figure out who I was, my problem that I had that I hope none of you ever have to go through is that I was finding my identity in other people first instead of myself first. And so I began to struggle with obligation. So like to hang out with people, I would feel like I had to do certain things because I wanted to have somebody around me. And that just became a really dangerous mental game. It wasn't necessarily on them. It was on me. But um, anyway, I hope that, you know, you and I having similar stories. There's just a lot that's just obviously coming up for me of just remembering, yeah, the clubs of people that would just pass you in the hallway and say horrible things to you. And what that turns into later on is a really cool, internally strong person that can endure a lot and sees through people's BS real quick. So it means you're going to be able to make some really fast decisions later on who and who you do not want to waste your time with and who you do want to. And that goes for your job. That goes for people that goes for relationships. So I, I wish you the best. And if you ever need to talk to anybody, you know, you're welcome to reach out. I think it's hard sometimes for me to talk about this stuff too, because I am very aware now more than ever of how privileged I am, right? Like of how privileged an upbringing I had of how privileged I am just with who I was born. Um, like that's, you know, I have a lot of privilege that allows for my life to have been smoother than most people's. And when I talk about things like finding your foundation individually before you start investing in what other people think about you, that was easier for me than for yeah. a lot of people. And so, yeah. so We're all it's, different. 
So yeah, we're all different. We've all been through different things. We all have different levels of um, things that are chipping away at that at our, at our most vulnerable age. You know, we've all gone yeah. through, you know, through different things. And, and I was very privileged not to have that chipped away from me too much. So when I would experience something at school or from a teacher, uh, I remember a second grade teacher who hated me um, as, as a second grader. Can you imagine that? A teacher who like, was was mean to me, you know, literally mean to me. But when I had that, I knew I had my mom and dad who would support who I was as an individual and support, you know, what it meant to be me. And I, and so I didn't let that chip away at me too much. And it's, it's so hard because I think for many, many people, it gets chipped away to the point that you don't see your own value and worth. And when I say that, I'm not talking about making something up for yourself and being like, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and people like Gosh it. Gosh like, darn it. People yeah, don't, like like, you, like because you don't feel that. So you're just you feel like you're lying, you know, to yourself when you say those things. I'm saying inherent value because you are a human living being. That's it. That's the only requirement that should be able to give you the foundation to go, no, it's okay to be me. It's okay to be who I am and to not need the approval of this person or this person. But I came from a place where I had the approval of a lot of people. And so it's, it's hard for me to, to really speak on it in, in a way, just to say, I love you because you are human and you live. And that's all it takes. That's all it takes for me know. to see your value. I feel like sometimes we feel bad or you feel bad because you had it better or something, but that's still a really valuable perspective. It's just, I understand that it's hard because it's not necessarily what I haven't been where so many people have been. And so it's easy. I feel like it's easy for me to say, yeah, you're valuable just because you're you. Well, you know, like that was easy for me to believe. And but at the same time, it's interesting because it comes from you and it, genu it genuinely comes from you. Like mm -hmm. some sure. people would just say it, but it actually genuinely comes from you, which is a beautiful mm -hmm. thing. So I don't want you to discount, Aaron. I don't appreciate you discount that. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, okay, that took us to some really deep places. Yeah, that's... Thank you for sharing your stories and thank you for your questions. Uh, thank you for joining us every Monday um, for the, the morning DNA. Um, obviously, we had to take a hiatus. Just a reminder, we will tweet um, about when we can and cannot go live. So if you want updates, you can go to Twitter for those. Uh, there's also some online communities where you can find uh, the morning DNA fans and there's updates there as well. Both Aaron and I work for a company called CinemaSins, and so there's the CinemaSins Discord. There's also MocoMade, um, which sometimes they will have updates too. We don't have our very own Discord because we are not Discordians. <laughs> Is that how you call that? that I don't word? know. <laughs> we aren't discordant. We, we, we are not discordant. Um, but uh, thank you for coming. Also, thank you to, uh, I saw a, a message from somebody for the first time, Imperfect Pixels uh chatting and thank you for for joining and and your comment about the phrase something along the lines of you're the average of the five people that you hang with the most i believe was your comment that you said i love that i think about that whenever i bring new people into my circle is are you someone that i want to influence the person that i'm going to become and i oftentimes sure. will try to bring in people that i want to be like i remember actually a lot of my friends were 10 plus years out of like older than i was because my peer group were always so like rejecting me all the time. So I would just go up to the next peer group and I found really mature people that like fostered this mind and fostered this person. And I remember being friends with someone that was 20 years older than me. They had children and me and I would go over and hang out and I'm like, I am friends with you. Teach me how to do things. Like, 
What is cooking like? What does it mean to be organized? And her house was so well put together and I learned a lot from her. And we're still friends to this day, but for the season that I was really close with her, I was over at her house every day for like two years of building that friendship. So you're absolutely right. Uh, be, um, be specific. Uh, oh, yep, let's talk about Babs. So I will be um, streaming tomorrow. If you guys um, like this content, it's a little different. I do this show on Mondays and then on Tuesdays, I role play as a character on a Red Dead Redemption server. You can look on Twitch for some of those videos on demand to see what that's about, but I will be playing as Babs tomorrow. I picked back up with Babs last week, so you can catch up last on last week's episode if you'd like to. Um, uh, it's not only the pinky, it's also the ring finger on the other hand. Uh, this is the life finger, this is the love <laughs> finger. One life, live, uh, love forever is uh, why I do that, so. Um, we're going to raid into see not Bush today. I love the vibe of that channel. So if everyone will pop in and we'll write into him now, well, we'll, we'll all pile on now. I should say, um, he is creating his giveaway. So if, uh, if everybody that's on Twitch jumps in there, at least go over and say hi to him here in a moment. Um, he does a giveaway every month so you can actually get one of his, custom creations and uh for those that don't know he is an incredible sculptor he uses this really interesting clay it's not like a polymer so it allows him to do a lot of high detail without having to do it quickly because it doesn't dry down and it's also really resilient so i've seen him drop some pieces before i have seen him pull one of the most incredible pieces of art he did this dragon for uh world of warcraft he did this dragon for them and it caught fire whenever he baked it in the oven and so when it came out it was all charred and funky and he had to fix it so he's just the most patient calm great thing to have on in the background with just some chill music and a really positive chat so just a fun fun overall it's incredible he's got these huge hands and he makes this the most intricate stuff blows my mind so he's doing a giveaway today so we'll go see him very nice well there you go uh, we will uh, we'll catch you on the next Monday or someday. And sometimes Mondays are some days. Yeah, Bye. they are. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of one. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.